the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The world according to Joe Biden. Packages are moving. Gifts are being delivered. Shelves are not empty. The White House to Joe Manchin. Let's talk some more. We need to work together to get this done. They have some disagreements, but there's a lot of things they want to get done. And our focus is on is on moving forward. Another deadly side effect of the pandemic this year. COVID had a profound negative effect on the lives of people struggling with substance abuse. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, December 23rd. I'm Rich Thomason. Another member of Congress testing positive for COVID-19. This time it's House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, who is fully vaccinated with a booster to boot. The South Carolina Democrat, who says he suffers no symptoms, tested negative ahead of the president's visit last week to South Carolina State University. As for Mr. Biden, Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says he is in the clear, testing negative. The White House announced the PCR test result after the president had close contact on Air Force One late last week with a staff member who later tested positive for the coronavirus and showed signs of COVID-19. That led to the further testing for the 79-year-old president, who is regularly tested for the coronavirus. And South Africa's Omicron-driven surge has now passed its peak with new cases on the decline. South Africa, where Omicron was first identified and first spiked infections, registered a high last Thursday of nearly 27,000 new cases nationwide. Yesterday, they had fallen to less than 16,000. And in South Africa's most populous province, the decrease started earlier and has continued. Daily case counts are notoriously unreliable and prone to fluctuations, so these numbers aren't conclusive. Still, medical experts see a hint that after a ferocious spike, Omicron infections may recede quickly. I'm Ben Thomas. The nation's capital now joining other big American cities, mandating proof of vaccination for indoor dining, bars and other activities. Daybreak Insider's Bill Alexander. Mayor Muriel Bowser made the announcement Wednesday. Starting in mid-January, residents over age 12 will have to show proof of vaccination to enter any restaurant, bar, nightclub, or gym. All D.C. students, whether in public, private, or charter schools, must be fully vaccinated by March 1st. Patrons will have to show proof that they have received at least one vaccine dose on January 15th. On February 15th, they will need to show proof of two doses. People can show their card, a photo of their card, an immunization record from a doctor, or a record on an app. The Supreme Court planning a special session in a couple of weeks to hear arguments on the Biden administration's vaccine or testing requirement for large employers and a separate vaccine mandate for health care workers. Meantime, the Food and Drug Administration authorizing the first 
pill to fight the coronavirus. Paxlovid from Pfizer can be taken at home for people with a positive test and early symptoms and face the highest risks of hospitalization. It's a faster, cheaper way to treat early infections, but initial supplies will be extremely limited. All previously authorized drugs require an IV or an injection. Testing showed mild side effects and a nearly 90% reduction in hospitalization and deaths among patients most likely to get severe symptoms. An antiviral pill from Merck is also expected to be approved soon. Both pills are expected to be effective against the Omicron variant. Ed Donahue, Washington. White House Virus Response Coordinator Jeff Zients says the administration has purchased 10 million courses of Pfizer's anti-COVID pill. We will have 265,000 treatment courses of Pfizer available in January, with monthly totals of pills ramping up across the year and all 10 million treatment courses delivered by late summer. Amid the pandemic, deaths from drug overdoses surging by almost 30 percent, hitting a record high. White Earth Nation Minnesota Medical Director Dr. Carson Gardner says it amounts to a second pandemic among Native Americans. COVID had a profound negative effect on the lives of people struggling with substance abuse. Rachel Taylor grieving the loss of her son to an overdose. He hated this pandemic and it felt like this pandemic wasn't nothing compared to the pandemic of all the, you know, the drugs, the fentanyl and opioids that have taken over. Last year's death rate was highest among Native Americans, with COVID-19 piling yet more despair on communities already suffering from generations of trauma, poverty, and unemployment. President Biden giving his administration an attaboy for easing supply chain issues that have emptied store shelves, skyrocketing prices, sending inflation to historic highs. Mr. Biden claims goods now reaching stores faster than in the pre-pandemic days. Delivery times of this season for FedEx, UPS, and the U.S. Postal Service are faster than before the pandemic, even as Americans have purchased a record amount of goods. What's more, the president says retailers have as many goods on their shelves available for purchase now as they did two years ago. Today, retail inventories are up 3% from last year. Inventories are healthy. And on-shelf availability before the pandemic was about 91%. Today, it's at 90%. The Commerce Department's final estimate of third-quarter economic growth, a bit better than previously thought. After explosive growth of more than 6% in each of the first two quarters of the year, economic growth slowed to a revised 2.3% in the third quarter as the Delta variant of COVID-19 appeared. Economists are forecasting a sizable rebound of perhaps more than 7% in the fourth quarter, and for the year, GDP growth is expected to come in around 5.5%. That would be the best showing since 1984 and a big improvement over last year when the economy shrank by 3.4%. Still, the emergence of another variant, Omicron, plus high inflation and lingering supply chain issues are clouding the prospects for future growth. Ben Thomas, Washington. Hardly waving the white flag of surrender over Build Back Better, the White House sounding an optimistic tone about reaching a deal with Democrat Senator Joe Manchin. The president believes they're friends, they can work together, we need to work together to get this done. They have some disagreements, but there's a lot of things they want to get done, and our focus is on is on moving forward. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki insisting it is quite possible the multi-trillion dollar borrow-and-spend bill 
will rise from the ashes. There's been a lot of negotiations leading up to this point. There will be more negotiations, no doubt about it. Everybody stay tuned and settle in uh, to continue to discuss. Senator Manchin's opposition has forced Democrats to delay a vote on the bill until next year. Russia's top diplomat says Russian and U.S. negotiators will be sitting down for talks early next year. They'll address Moscow's demands for guarantees that Ukraine will not be joining NATO. Daybreak Insider's Jeremy House says those aren't the only talks on the agenda. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says Russia in January will also start separate talks with NATO to discuss the issue. He adds that separate negotiations under the aegis of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe will also be held. Last week, Moscow submitted draft security documents demanding that NATO deny membership to Ukraine and other former Soviet countries and roll back the alliance's military deployments in Central and Eastern Europe. The European Commission launching legal proceedings against Poland, citing serious doubts about the independence and the impartiality of its constitutional tribunal. The commission was expected to take action against Poland following the constitutional tribunal's ruling challenging the EU's legal framework. Poland has two months to respond to the charges. Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki said the decision showed, once again, that Brussels is overstepping its powers and meddling in the affairs of member states. The Commission says it must act because the changes have exposed Polish judges to political influence, which violates the core EU value of judicial independence. That's the BBC's Adam Easton reporting to us from Warsaw. LBJ's daughter and her husband, former U.S. Senator Chuck Robb, are in the hospital this morning after fire destroyed their Virginia home. Daybreak Insider's Keith Peters tells us. Fire officials say the injuries to U.S. Senator Chuck Robb and Linda Bird weren't life-threatening. Robb's family confirmed in a statement issued through Virginia Governor Ralph Northam that their parents were taken to the hospital by ambulance and that they were the only two in the home at the time of the fire. Fire and rescue officials reported they responded to the home in McLean early Wednesday morning. Photos show flames consuming the home. The feds are concerned about the games people play while they're on the road. Safety investigators looking into a feature in newer model Teslas, allowing people to play video games on a center console while the vehicles are moving. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says the feature, called passenger play, may distract the driver and increase the risk of a crash. However, agency documents do not list any crashes or injuries. The investigation began after one concerned Tesla owner saw video of another post about playing games while the vehicle was moving and notified the federal agency. This month, Mercedes-Benz issued a recall for a similar issue caused by a computer configuration error, raising questions about whether Tesla was allowed to do something other automakers are not. Most disable front touchscreens while vehicles are moving. I'm Julie Walker. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Three stars.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.